Hi everyone, my name is Irvin. I'm John. And I'm Kyle. And this is the Theology Podcast. Hey, we're back. We are back. Greetings. Yeah, and this is number five on the series, A New People. So today we're going to be talking about the idea of being table spreaders. It sounds a bit unusual. You don't often use this term. In fact, we coined it from some passages in scripture. And how it came to be was that one of our elders, Uncle Simon, he was sharing how he came to our church family as a young boy because there were free biscuits and Milo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he said that, you know, uh, that, was, that was the reason why he came because somebody prepared that food for him and the other children. And as he grew into an adult and he took on the role of being an elder, he always kept it close to his heart how food and hospitality were such important factors in him coming to the faith. And so he is the reason why we have this value of table spreading. So this morning, we want to talk about our favorite passages of scripture that illustrate the idea of a table spreading God and a table spreading people. And I was thinking I could start us off So this value actually comes from two Psalms in the Old Testament. The first being Psalm 23, where the psalmist says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. And the other passage is Psalm 78, verse 19, where the psalmist says, Can God spread a table in the wilderness? And of course, the answer is yes, he can. So these two Psalms are very precious to me because it tells a story of how we are children of a father, of a shepherd, of a God who spreads a table, provides abundantly, even in the midst of a wilderness, even when there is barren land all around. God gives life and God gives life generously. And if we are children of such a generous God, then what kind of children should we be? We have a place at the table. And now the call for us is to also bring others to the table. What about you guys? What passages of scripture speak to you about table spreading? So I'm really fascinated by the story of Abraham spreading a table for these three strangers during his time when he's living in the wilderness. This story happens in Genesis 18. And Abraham is just minding his own business, sitting underneath the trees of Mamre. And then these strangers appear and Abraham goes out to them. He falls on his knees before them and he's like, hey, well, he doesn't say hey. <laughs> Whatever that is in Hebrew. <laughs> hey, come in lah. <laughs> but yeah, he falls on his knees and he welcomes them into his tents, into his dwellings. And he says, come, let me prepare a morsel of food. He's so humble about it also. He says, you know, Let me provide a little bit of bread, just a morsel of bread for you to refresh yourselves, a little bit of water so you can wash your feet. And then he runs into his kitchens and he tells his servants, you know, prepare this feast for them to partake of. And on one level, that is fascinating in and of itself because Abraham prepares this abundant, luxurious table for people he has never met, people who he just welcomes because he wants to be hospitable. And so that's interesting. But then what's even more interesting is that it turns out that God speaks through these three strangers. And and then we also believe that perhaps God was one of these strangers in the flesh. And God gives him a promise saying that Sarah, your wife, who has been barren for many years, is finally really going to have a son of her own womb. And that strikes me as fascinating that the generosity of Abraham is almost one-upped by God. 
You think you provide a generous table? Well, let me show you the real generosity of the divine power, which is to create life where there has not been life. Yeah, so amazing. Yeah, and I think that's at the heart of this concept of table spreading, that in sharing hospitality, divine hospitality supersedes everything. And and in doing so, it doesn't matter who actually sets the table, all are blessed when they sit at that table together. The scripture that comes to mind for me, that's in Luke 24, with the two uh, disciples traveling on the road to Emmaus as they're leaving Jerusalem uh, shortly after Jesus has been crucified and then his body has disappeared and all the disciples are very confused about what's happening. Uh, So they're traveling away, they meet Jesus on the road and very similar to the Genesis 18 story, They don't know that it's Jesus and they just are walking along, talking about the things that have been happening in Jerusalem. Uh, Such an exciting weekend, obviously, for all of the events that were happening. And as Jesus intends to go further on the journey, they implore him to stop and stay the night with them. So stay at this inn with us. And so they spread the table for him and show hospitality to Jesus and say, hey, come and stay with us in here. And it's in the middle of that, as they sit down to dinner, Jesus prays over the meal And it's in the breaking of bread that he reveals himself to them and they recognize who he is and immediately he disappears. But because of their hospitality towards him as just another fellow traveler, a stranger, Jesus reveals himself to them and they get to see the risen Lord. Uh, They're some of the first ones that get to see him. What a blessing, just because they practiced this kingdom value of spreading a table for someone else. So what does being table spreading look like in practice? What does it mean to be a table spreader in our lives today? I think in in each of the stories or the passages in scripture that we see, it's interesting because it's not always God that's making the first move and spreading the table. Sometimes it's just humans and we don't realize. We see that in the Psalms where the Lord spreads the table in the midst of my enemies or in the midst of a wilderness But in these other two stories, it's actually the human that's preparing a table and they don't realize that the Lord is in their presence. It's kind of like that Hebrews 13 passage that talks about entertaining angels without knowing it. Uh, And so this idea is that it's not just a thing that God does for us, but we can do for one another. And it's in that doing that God's spirit is present. And so for me, when I think about table spreading in practice today for us in our modern busy lives, it doesn't necessarily mean that I have to look out for strangers passing by and implore them to come into my house to have a meal and get my wife to cook for them. Uh, But I can spread a table in other ways. And basically that just means what does hospitality look like? How do I show hospitality to other people where I can play the host even when I'm traveling on a road like the disciples on the road to Emmaus. I don't have to be in my own comfort zone in order to play the host for someone else. I can just see someone else in need or see someone else who I can benefit uh, just by you know, inviting them along or bringing them into my space and saying, I will be the host in this situation. And in doing so, what we find is not only do we bless other people, as in like maybe we are higher than them or we have more resources, but they in turn bless us. And it's often in those situations that there's this very powerful gift that's revealed. I mean, uh, Abraham and, and Sarah found out about Isaac. What a gift that they got from just hosting a meal. Uh, Same for the road to Emmaus, where Jesus is revealed as the risen Lord to these two men. And so I find that that's one of the very practical ways that we can spread a table is just by being a host to other people in whatever scenario. Mm. So for myself, I'm thinking about how we can be table spreading in really tiny ways. I'm reminded of some of our church family who are really generous in offering to help. You know, simple things like if they see one of us 
you know, carrying a, a lot of equipment, someone comes over and say, hey, can I help you? That's table spreading to yeah. me because you are being generous and your generosity is life-giving in very Singaporean terms. Come, I help you settle. So yeah, I, I think this is something that all of us can do, all of us can own and all of us are called to own. Mm. I was thinking along the lines of what Kyle, you mentioned about hospitality and I think about times when I have felt like I was on the receiving end of hospitality and what has touched me most has been when someone stops in the middle of what they're doing and says, let me pray for you. And not the, oh, I'm praying for you in the future, but they will in the moment pull me aside and pray for me in that moment. And, and not just that, oh, you know, God helped this situation to go well, but they are praying in a way that invites the power and the Spirit of God to rest on me in that whole situation. And that gives me a sense of, oh, I've been welcomed into the presence of God. And there is power, there is healing. To offer a prayer is an act of hospitality. So what I try to do now in my way of table spreading is to go up to people and then I ask, can I pray for you? Because I want them to know that God is in this situation. He hears it and He welcomes you as you are with your burdens and your joys and seeks to dwell in the space of all that. Mm. I like that a lot. If our mindset is that of table spreaders for God, we recognize this is my father's world. And if this is his space, I get to play host as much as possible, like a kid with friends at his house. And if I see someone else that has a need, it's my responsibility to go and make sure that that need is met. Now, I might not have all the resources I need to help that person, but I know the father that does. That's all we have today on the Theology Podcast. See you next time.